Hey guys, welcome to another side episode of Culture News. We have some big, big stories that we're going to go over today. If you guys have heard of the Tom Brady make a deal with the Fox. Also, we have some breaking news with John Morant. Also, we'll discuss, you know, how Dr. Strange did over this past weekend in the, in the box office. Also, we have to find out who is the co-showrunner of House of Dragons. Big, big name. And also, we'll finish up with some anime spy experiment doing big, big numbers with the, the manga right now, you know, due to the anime, you know, I, I think I believe getting a, a big push as well too. Also, before we start guys, please hit that subscribe button. We are officially 20 away from the big 100. We'll greatly appreciate it. And let's start right into it. So starting with the sports news, Tom Brady has agreed to join Fox Sports as the lead NFL analyst after his playing career concludes, which is, um, I feel like he was going to join the booth this year, but due to Adam Schefter and leaking out his retirement, he's like, you know what, let's push it off for one more year. Let me you know, give the big middle finger to Adam Schefter and, you know, possibly win an eighth ring. And also there's more to it as well, too. Tom Brady's role with Fox Sports will pay him 20 to $25 million per year, which make him the highest paid TV sports analyst ever over Troy Aikman, over Joe Buck, over Tony Romo, over Al Michaels, over Chris Consworth. I feel like Fox was desperate because they did lose Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, you know, who's been, I think, together for almost like 20 years. I think since I was a kid, they've been together. And right now, they don't really have a big household name as a commentator. So that was like, you know what? Let's get somebody big. It's going to you know, make sure we don't lose any viewership. Let's bring Tom Brady in as well. And I feel like that's the reason why they bought him him. And this is good for Tom Brady, you know, because now we get more of an insight, you know, how a great quarterback sees the game as well too. Like I, me personally, I feel like I learned a lot when, you know, Tony Romo be, got into the booth and learning formations, you know, learning what, what play calls, you know, coaches looking at all the stuff and having Tom Brady there. Hoo, 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 we are going to learn a lot more. Me personally, I don't feel like I'm a lot, learn a lot more as well too. And I, I just read before I started recording is that the Bucks don't make it to the Super Bowl. I think, I think Fox this year has a Super Bowl and would he be petty and be like, you know, I'm going to go in the booth, you know, during the Super Bowl, and I'm going to give, you know, start off, you know, with that right there. His first game to be the Super Bowl possibility as a commentator can be either great or it can be, you know, nerve-wracking and maybe fall under the pressure, but it's Tom Brady, you know, been there, done that. And plus his whole career, he's been looking at film, so it's nothing new to him. So I feel like he'll be prepared for this as well, too. And I feel like me, hopefully, it can be something great for him because, you know, I believe that Joe Montana tried it and didn't work out for him. Lawrence Taylor tried it and didn't work out for him. Drew Brees is learning a little bit, so give him a due time, he'll be good as well, too. Jason Wayne was horrendous, let's be honest. So hopefully, you know, Tom Brady will be better prepared, and hopefully this is something that he truly wants to do after his um, playing football um, career. And this literally just news just broke about 20 minutes ago. John Moran has a bone bruise in his right knee and is doubtful for the remainder of the playoffs, the Grizzlies announced. That's horrible, and it sucks to, you know, to see that, because, you know, you want to see the best players play against the best teams out there, and John Moran was giving, you know, the Warriors a hard time. And against the the, 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 the Wolves, he was like four for 20 for a, a, at the three-point line. And he's been hitting his threes consistently throughout the Warriors season. And he was giving the Warriors headaches. And I'm not going to lie to you, when I was watching this series with John Moran, I think it was game one or game two, where he would just dominate going to the pole, going to the hole, going to the hole. It reminded me of LeBron James versus Detroit Pistons, where it, he just got everything his way. And they couldn't do nothing to stop him. And this, you know, playoff run was, you know, John Moran's breaking out parties, you know, solidify himself as easily one of the best five players in the NBA. And it sucks to see him go down over, you know, an injury. And right now it's 3-1, the Warriors have the lead. And I feel like, you know, when they play, I think either tonight or tomorrow night, it's going to be completely low out. And it sucks because, you know, Grizzlies are right there on the cusp of being, you know, contending teams year in the year, which they will be. And maybe they add another piece or two and they can easily, you know, 
take that hump over, you know, the Phoenix Suns and the Warriors. And yeah, moving on to the movie section, Doctor Strange has crossed over $450 million at the box office worldwide. That is truly phenomenal. And I believe domestic alone, I believe they made over $180 million. Unfortunately, I have not seen it yet. I'll probably see it the following weekend. This weekend, I have my kids. So I will try my best to see it the following weekend. But fortunately, you know, me running culture entertainment on social media platforms throughout all social medias, I've seen a lot of spoilers. But I'm still hyped for it. I heard it's you no know, a different take. It's more like a horror movie type as her Scar Scarlet Witch is more, you know, she has a big role in this and, you know, she plays a good possible main villain from, you know, the spoilers I saw. And so moving on to Scarlet Witch. Elizabeth Olsen speaks on her future as Scarlet Witch. I sign extensions every time they want me to do a movie. It's always adjusting for me. I don't think of this as the end. And of course not. Since Endgame, she's been easily one of the, you know, the big name stars in the Marvel Universe. She had her own show, WandaVision. It was, to me, a, a great, great, great show and, and a big hit for them as well, too. And also, that from the spoilers I read, that she, you know, she has a big role in Doctor Strange's Madness. And, you know, with them buying Fox now, she can also have a big role in the X-Men future as well, too. So... There's so much you can do with Scarlet Witch, and I believe there was a report today that, you know, she wants to be part of the X-Men universe as well, too. So that right there is going to be truly great. All right, so moving on to TV news right now. Miguel Chapakne is the co-runner on House of Dragons. The House of Dragons, I believe, is, is a prequel to the Games of Thrones. I believe it's 100 or 1,000 years when the Targaryens, you know, reign supreme throughout all of Westeros. And if you guys know who Miguel is, he directed one bunch of big episodes for Games of Thrones. I'll read it right now for you. Season 5, Episode 7, The Gift. Season 5, Episode 8, Hard Home. Season 6, Episode 9, Battle of the Bastards is the one of my favorite episodes of all the game, Games of Thrones. One of my favorites, and oh my God. And next one right here, Season 6, Episode 10, The Wind of Winter, right there. One of my favorite episodes of all the TV, because that right there was one of the biggest oh shit moment. Season 8, Episode 3, The Long Night, one of the big wars against the Night King. Season 8, Episode 5, The Bells, which you could say that right there turned... The dynamic of that show was, you know, games with um, Daenerys Targaryen. And we can all agree the show was a good hand because Miguel, was, he did a phenomenal job in all those episodes. Don't really have zero complaints when it came to them. And House of Dragons, I feel like HBO knew they effed up when it came to season eight of Game of Thrones. And HBO heard all the naysayers when it came to, when it came to Game of Thrones season eight. Let's be honest. It was a rush job. One thing I'm about to say about House of Dragons, the book is completed, so they, they, they can't be no rush job at all. I mean, they can't screw this up, but with Miguel being, you know, the co-showrunner, I feel like the House of Dragons is in very good hands. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, looks great. It'll be coming out August 21st, and I am truly excited for the House of Dragons. And finally, finishing off with anime, Spy X Family has reached over 18 million copies in circulation. That anime is doing phenomenal. And like I said, a few weeks ago for um, Culture News, I am addicted to spy x family. i am loving it the different take you know like i said before twilight is a spy anya is a telepath and your is a assassin and right there they're playing a fake family well twilight and your is so they continue to you know, do their missions and anya is just you know adorable and it's just a different take and i am truly loving it i'm still debating you know once the season's over if i'm going to be anime only or how about to the manga and also when um spy family gets to the halfway point i'll probably do my, my first half re um recap and give my take you know why i am truly enjoying spy x family all right so that's all for culture news today comment below and let me know what you guys thought of tom brady john moran injury news also think about miguel being the co-showrunner of house of dragons do you feel like it's in good hands as well too and also do you feel like the anime is pushing these big magnet sales for spy x family and also before we end this guys please hit the subscribe button we are officially 20 away from the big 100 would greatly appreciate it and also this is culture news